Back up, please. Hello and welcome to Indicast episode number 137. I'm your host Aditya and along with me I have Abhishek. Hello everyone. And Aditya 137 reminds me of something. 137 is since we are talking about since the World Cup is on Achha. and Sachin is on fire. 137 was what Sachin Tendulkar had scored 1996 ke World Cup match mein. Sri Lanka ka wo aitihasik match jahan par India oh, hari Eden Gardens. Yes. No, not in Eden Gardens. I think we lost in the round robin match also. Oh, okay. <laughs> he scored 137 and the whole world was like, oh, who's this little guy who just came and went buzzard? But we lost that match, unfortunately. That was the so, best World Cup that he had, right? He was the highest scorer in that World Cup? Yes, by far. He was again the highest scorer in 2003, but yeah. 96 was a 21-year-old, unmarried Sachin Tendulkar going buzzard. Yeah, so uh, what do you think about the World Cup so far, since you've, you know, started with that thing? Ireland went crazy uh, with England, this Neil O'Brien guy, so he scored 50 balls, may saw run banaya. Uh, so there is at least one, uh, Ireland has been consistently doing well in World Cups, yeah? Unfortunately, they lost to Bangladesh of all the teams. Uh, I know. But Abhishek, we are recording this episode on the International Women's Day. Since you are, you are the trivia types, tell me when was the first International Women's Day observed? 19th March 1911 in Germany. Uh, it was declared by a Socialist Party of America in Germany, which is strange, oh. but that <laughs> happened. But later on, only in 1977 was, you know, this particular day accepted by the West as such. And United Nations General Assembly mein ke sab, sabhi member states ko bulaya gaya and they were asked or uh, proclaimed kiya gaya ki 8th March as the UN Day for Women's Right and International Peace, which has been morphed into International Women's Day now. Ah, what is it all about? So, it's a celebration of being a woman? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, Mm. the the media guys, they have a field day with getting a special day to talk about very specific things. So that that, I mean, I I don't know what special things are done, like on Valentine's Day, you know, you're supposed Mm. to give red roses but i i'm not aware of anything that is specifically done for women's day in terms of display of uh, recognition of the day but you know what big cinemas in mumbai they have done they have said today all women in india will be invited to any of the big cinema theaters and you can watch the movie for free yeah and i know at least two of my friends who have actually taken a day off <laughs> to do this just enjoy themselves for a couple of movies in the multiplex yeah, interesting. I mean, this day has also come as good news for Aruna Shanbag. If you know, if you haven't heard about her, Aruna Shanbag has been lying in a vegetative state for 37 years in KM Hospital in Mumbai. And a mercy petition, a mercy killing petition was filed for her by, a, a, you know, one of her well-wishers. And, and this was done back in 1999. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it is only uh, yesterday that Supreme Court has given a thumbs up for passive mercy killing or passive euthanasia. Right. Justices uh, Makrande and Gyan Sudha Mishra, these were the two. And what that means is uh, you can withdraw life support. So that is passive euthanasia. That is you're withdrawing life support, but you're not injecting uh, injecting any you know lethal right. substance inside the body. But you know, what is the difference between the two of them? It is basically you are 
still killing the other person here this it, it probably this might take a minute the other might take two days that that was another another debate that was being put forward to if the jury is saying that uh, we are we are not legalizing mercy killing then what's the difference and there they they said they reasoned in passive euthanasia doctors are not actively killing anyone they are simply not saving him so that yes, was their exactly and, and, and i think it's good in this case because for the ones who are like aditya just mentioned it, it, there was one ward boy who brutally raped and assaulted her back in 1973 and since then she's been there and many mercy killing petitions have been filed so that because she just can't move there is hardly any movement in her bodies and but but she does recognize people through her eyes but right. it was so, so brain dead yeah exactly exactly so she's just lying there without any movement without any ability so all her bodily functions are working but cannot do anything herself and it has happened quite often back in the us special cases or special exceptions have been made right since 1920s but this is the first yeah yeah it, but this is the first time it is happening in india and the unfortunate part is aditya this took 37 years to I know. get to a call I, there are three examples that i have in front of me one was from england where back in 93 somebody one one anthony bland he suffered some brain damage in a football stadium stampede 3 years is what the court took and they withdrew the uh, whatever the, the life prolonging support treatment on him same thing in the us uh, it was well not not 3 years but 8 years because it was somebody had uh, had a major crash accident uh, in a in a car and and this is back in 1983 so they are ba- even back then they didn't take that much time and this is 37 years is a yeah 37 years i mean to be realistic it wasn't 37 years but 1999 may plea uh-huh. filed kiya for mercy killing okay ah, okay um, right and okay right. but still do you think uh, okay this is like a very open debate but euthanasia the whole thing in india all right let's talk about indian conditions there is a reason why it is not there in india what do you yeah. think the reason is it's because it will be it will be misused right i mean it's it's pretty and, and not only that i think that you know imagine you are in, you are stuck somewhere in mathura and the mathura doctor tells you that i can't treat you That's and so you know what so you, and, but the same treatment could probably have been done in a leelawati hospital so there is or or, or no, not not even that i mean stem cell research right stem cell research has has come a long way in the past 5 years so something that was impossible 5 years ago is now suddenly right. possible and now and and now that disease is curable so yes. if this option was available people would have opted for it more often than you know and and right. and those guys and so so, so basically wo window of opportunity nahi de raha tha for science to develop and help them plus as i said the, the special guidelines which i didn't mention earlier mm-hmm. were ki here even before passive euthanasia execute karne ke pehle doctors have to sign off a psychiatrist have, has to sign off and then family members also have to sign off ki this is this is what they want to do so it basically doesn't mean ki family tells doctor and doctor executes a passive euthanasia aise nahi hota you still yeah. have to go to the court yep. but but it was apparently it, it is good news for aruna shanbag and all the the staff out there they are all happy for her saying that she'll finally be able to go and go peacefully now rather than living the life that she was uh, exactly her brother also there was one article in dna where he said that i wish that this ends very soon and that i ha- wish a happy death 
So it was slightly uh, shocking to read, but you know, it, it's in circumstances like this, I think that's the best thing that can happen to her. Maybe. I mean, in many cases, right? I know people who have chosen not to take cancer treatment mm-hmm. because they just don't want to go through the hell. They know how bad it is. And I mean, this particular guy, he was 80 odd years old. He said, I have lived a good life and mm-hmm. let me just go. So doctors had told him that, you know, with medication, and hospital visit and and chemotherapy, you could go on for another two years, two to three years. If we right. don't do anything, you know, he 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 went, he passed away in two to three months. But he chose to do that. Right. Ah uh, well. So while all those all these things are happening here, many Indians are also being evacuated out of Libya, and almost twelve thousand Indians who were in Libya working out there have been brought back to India because of the crisis happening out there. Yes. There are 1.5 foreign people, in, as in non-Libyans in Libya. 18,000 of them are Indians. And the deadline for evacuation is March 10th. And the Indian government is doing as much as they can. People on Twitter have helped a lot. In fact, there were uh, people in Brega, the, a place in uh, yeah. Libya, where one of the tweets said that, is there any evacuation plan for the people stuck here? Could you please arrange a boat, for boat, etc.? And then... The Foreign Secretary Nirupama Rao tweeted back saying that give us your contact number and we get there. There's another who wrote there are 800 Indians here and the port, the private port here can handle ships up to 250,000, 250,000 DWT, that is dead weight tonnage. Huh. And our ships can berth there, there. So one of the tweets was that. And then again, she replied back saying that thank you, we are working on sending a ship to that place for evacuation. So it was, for, I think for the first time, Working fast was actually done. It fast track codes taking 30 years. No, that wasn't the case here. Within within four within a week or 10 days, people were being evacuated, which was good. Yes, for once, you know, uh, all these things proved out to be quite helpful. And INS Jalshwa and INS Mysore are headed to Tripoli right now and are expected to reach there by the 10th of March and will get the rest of the Indians out of there as well. Or Kingfisher Jet Airways, they have given them their airplanes to be used to evacuate people as well. I am not sure whether they are doing this gratis, but um, uh, while while India is still rescuing their 18,000 people, China has managed to evacuate all of its 35,860 oh. people living out there. They just made a statement there. <laughs> yeah. So, but did you, I was, I was blown away by the number of people out there. I, I still can't believe that Libya has had 18,000 people living out there. Indians. Indians. Yeah, I mean, Indian. yeah, Indians, yeah. obviously. I mean, most of them, I assume they were working on oil rigs out there or refineries companies because Libya <laughs> is one of the largest deposits, has largest deposits of oils in the world. No wonder it was being ruled by a dictator, right? Colonel Gaddafi. And he's got a pretty big tribal support there. I was reading up a little bit for uh, just to know what's happening in Libya. And tent pe pe hua tha, Sorry? Gaddafi was born in a tent, in a ah, tribal okay. tent in a village out there. And it's amazing, yeah. actually, it's amazing the way he's risen to power and is, is become now and has is probably the the richest person in the world is what it has come out oh. to be. Yeah, $70 billion dollars ka uska investments hai, apparently <laughs> so, Bill Gates was 43 sometime back this and and I think yeah there's a big difference Aditya but on a, on a serious note you know if you recall two to three podcasts back we were talking about what a common man can do and we've always said that you know the common man goes out on the streets and does protests and takes those candle marks yeah. candle candles in Libya you'll be surprised so what they did was 
first of all the the policemen whom they had kicked out they encouraged those policemen to come back and hold their posts and said are be a man and fight against the government we are with you because the police what happened there was they suddenly were scared shitless because they didn't know whom to support <laughs> suddenly the whole common man on one side and gaddafi the the other side like you said if he is rich he'll definitely have the control and dictator and all of that and and so these guys actually brought the police back into power which is a big deal second is people started opening shops and gaddafi had ordained everyone that all the shops should be colored in green huh. in a monochrome green so people had started hating the green color because you know it symbolized gaddafi and dictatorship and all of that his philosophy is also published in a book called the green book i mean just to add on by the way but i don't i didn't read much about the green green and gaddafi if there is any relationship and why islam is one but if there is anything and all his political philosophies and uska life ka philosophies are also i don't know specifically as to why green but pretty sure that islam has something to do with it pretty clear that green book was again uska bible for him ah uh-huh. you know what the the businessman for example someone like ratan tata in india the equivalent there in libya they were on the streets and they were sweeping the streets they were with the common man so there was no class barriers this was one of those it wasn't even a riot it was just a procession and where all businessmen common men engineers they came out there and they they revolted and they got the police and everyone back into action so we were talking about you know what do, what is the might of the common man and what can they do apart from just walking on the streets with candles they can do all of this so so this is the action this is something uh, a sort of solidarity bolo ya uh, a unified action that, that see what happens during see, these times is females are generally uh, on the receiving end when there is a horde of thousands and thousands of supporters going there will be some people who are hooligans and you know what what happened outside marriott hotel correct, correct. on on few 31st uh, yeah so not a single case was reported female students they did not report any harassment so everyone is in in the same plane whatever you call it spiritually or mentally physically everyone and they are fighting for their freedom and libya happens to be the only country where you know the other countries dictators have either given up or they've been driven away now yeah. gaddafi is not giving up so ah. that's that's another, another big problem that is there. the that is the one difference uh, between so what has happened so far this guy has resorted to violence also so yes. he he is reportedly now paying mercenaries basically from other countries to come in and fight against his people because even his top officials uh, military officials ya interior uh, affairs ka ministers they have refused they have sort of refused to give command to their yes. armies to open fire on their own people they are have... right in fact the, the next guy uh, the next leader so called is is from the gaddafi circle inner circle his name is mustafa Abdel Jalil now he was the colonel gaddafi's justice minister now he's joined the other party Correct. and he's he said that i am going to start a provisional government and hopefully topple gaddafi but that's not happening any soon with the way things are going out there yeah so it's actually interesting i mean he is getting i'm just reading this now uh, he is getting ghanian i mean mercenaries mercenaries bole to bhade ke tattu okay i mean people yeah. who will come come and kill whoever you want for money so he is paying yeah. ga- such people from ghana uh, he is paying them almost up to 2500 per day dollars per day okay uh, and advertisements for mercenaries have appeared in nigerian newspapers oh. he is currently uh, a serbian newspaper has reported mercenaries from serbia who have gone to libya and mm-hmm. have actually carried out air bombing because their own 
Air Force is not ready to drop bombs on their civilians. While Libya ka ministers or external affairs ministers or UN representatives are saying that all these rumors are false. <laughs> yes. Well, you're talking about America. The whole American view of this is few months ago in Davos, they actually felicitated these dictators and yeah. it's it's very hard to, to read an article coming from a Time magazine and not having the American point of view. In fact, now it even London School of Economics has gotten into trouble. I think it is London School huh. of Economics. I'm getting confused between LSE and LSB. I don't know which one okay. exactly, but one of these schools, they had accepted a big grant from Gaddafi, one of the charity foundations of Gaddafi. And as I told you, right, I mean, uska total Gaddafi's wealth is estimated at 70 billion through the Libyan Investment Authority in Libya to to invest in oil drilling and all those sort of things. And obviously, right. it, 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 all that money is going to him. He also owns, uh, uh, interestingly, he owns part of Juventus, the Italian football really? club. Really? <laughs> so, it's all notorious people own these football clubs. Wasn't it uh, Silvio Berlusconi who owns Chelsea, if I'm not wrong? One of no, in, Inter Milan. He's, no, no, he's, ah. he's the, the president of Inter Milan as well. I mean, obviously, football is something like an IPL team. You cannot break even based on the footballing revenue. Okay, so you right. need to have sundry money lying around and investments <laughs> to own a football team is what is yeah. being said. All right. Uh, but talking about mass killing, uh, remember Godra, the massacre of 60 odd people, uh, an entire oh, apartment of, of th- thousands of people, thousands of people. Like, yes. Exactly. Thousands of people, which led to thousands of Muslims being killed. The, the event that triggered those, the Godra violence was the burning of a compartment in a train full of Hindus and it was apparently done by a bunch of extremists, Muslim extremists and all the 11 people who were convicted were found guilty of planning the entire attack and have been sentenced to death. According to different sections like 147, 148, 323, 324, basically causing hurt, rioting with deadly weapons, promoting enmity between different groups. So all this culminated into the, the, the judge saying that it is rarest of the rare case. So we sentence you to death, but you can go back and again appeal. You got 90 days to appeal to the Gujarat High Court. That's again going to happen because there is one section 28, which uh, in, in the criminal procedure code, that is CRPC, where once an additional sessions judge, he gives you the death sentence, then you can always go to the higher court, in this case, the Gujarat High Court. Correct. So again, start the whole process again. So yeah, because the, I mean, this was this case was heard in a special Ahmedabad court. All right, uh-huh. it wasn't in the in the high court. Just like apna Kasabka case was heard by a special court and not yes. high court. Then high court ke baad gaya. High court has upheld the decision. Now it will go to Supreme Court. So I think that's the similar uh, route this case will also take now. You know, 20 others received life sentence, life imprisonment, out of which, so 14 years ka life imprisonment hota hai, out of which 9 years have already been completed. So the remaining they will be spending. So and that, there, yeah. was this, there is this defense counsel who is fighting the case for the accused. He said that, uh, you know, the court has relied on the statements of uh, a tea vendor, which is whose name is Ajay Bariya. So and a very few uh, witnesses who from whom information could have been quote-unquote extracted by the police. So huh. we are, we will go to the high court and fight in the back again. Now, sitting here behind a laptop, we can't really know what is the truth, etc. But, as in we don't know, right? Correct. So long as somebody proves it. But it, the, the whole parody here is, it, again, another example of a fast-track court. This happened in 2002. Now we are in 2011. 
thirdly there were five different commissions last time i did bring it up but here are the names there is nanavati commission national human rights commission banerjee committee tehelka independence camp concerned citizens tribunal all of these trying to figure out whether this was planned or not planned simple answer at the end there are about 5000 odd pages of information and there is banerjee committee which says it was accidental and there is this <laughs> concerned citizens tribunal say they are accusing modi and uh, uh, all the all the victims are being said that they they were that this was a pre planned attack process is put in place but everybody has different starkly different findings which makes you put a question mark on everybody now you know once yeah. once a question has been raised so everybody sabka conclusions are now uh, will now be doubted yes and it's it, it's a very important case 59 were killed in that fire and 1100 more people lost their lives yes. in the riots if you see the pictures if you go to google images there are a few images that will that will actually scare you even irrespective of what the age you are from i mean this is the this is the downside of a democracy right or maybe the trade off i don't know if it's the downside because you don't even want something that happens in pakistan where you are just convicted on the street and hung on a tree you don't want that to happen right so so basically what we are saying is we are not sure if justice has prevailed is that what we are saying uh, delayed justice is one thing and second thing is there are so conflicting independent reports it, that exactly it, it, you know okay it's a suspicious nazariya hai aap bilkul oh ji well je ab ye jo ho raha tha iske samay pe ek paaji has become brigadier general Ravindra Singh has become the next army chief in Singapore not in India not in India in Singapore and this is the first time in 30 years that a non chinese has been elected as the singapore chief i have never been there have you been to singapore no never this? i want to be there i want to go there i have heard that it's in it's a, it's a party place please invite us any any, any of our listeners from Singapore there Pl- yeah please invite us we'll come we'll pay our own airfare but would like you to host us you know if you're ready to do that please write into us aditya@theindicas.com ha to to kya hua basic so 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 now major brigadier general singh has taken over from major general chan chun singh uh, he was also was he good one singh s i n g that is the other yeah. singh yes the sikh guy is s i n g and this guy is singh as in i sing a song uh, yeah I mean, do you know that uh, military service is compulsory in Singapore? So if you are 18 years old, you got to you got to enlist for at least a year or three years, I think. Uh-huh. And that's why m- many of those uh, Singaporeans they prefer to go out f- uh, for education. <laughs> so most of the ACs living out there, they prefer to come back to India and do their high yeah. schooling here or whatever. So chore yar desi log. Sab jagah pe kuch to be way out nikalta. But Singh Singh is so, is so far deputy secretary at the defense ministry. He joined the army way back in 1982 out there. He is a Singaporean, okay? He is right. a born Singaporean of Indian origin basically. But he is not the first. I was surprised. He is not the first Sikh to become the army chief. Earlier it was Colonel Mancharan Singh Gill who was the first ever Sikh and non-Chinese to take up the post in 1982. which are the famous sikhs that come to your mind if i just ask you a random question bhagat singh uh, siddhu uh, oh yeah then who was that apna uh, flop show ka guy jaspal bhatti jaspal bhatti ji aate ji dara singh ji aate hain dara singh ji dara singh oi manmohan singh ji oi very recent oh. <laughs> and yeah. and then uh, the famous author who is the famous author the the, the slightly thoda sa banda jis पॉलिटिकल कमेंट्री भी देता है वेरी सीनियर नहीं यार वो तो प्लानिंग कमेंट्री 
गूगल बिना टाइम पे बताता नहीं है यार ओके फगेट इम ही Healthy guy, you mean? Don't don't get. Ah, sorry, sorry. Healthy guy, healthy guy. All the fat guy. people out there got offended. Healthy guy. I don't know, man. I forgot. I forgot. But he's known for his opinions. And Indira Gandhi ke time pe he was a big dude. So was he from? Okay, well we are talking about a mysterious I'm... man. So no, it's <laughs> not mysterious. If I tell, if, if if the name comes up, you will say, oh, this guy. Oh. I know him. You know, you will be like. So that. well, that comment. If you are listening to this, please help us out. Put yes. Put put the first comment about what Aditya is talking about because I have no clue. ओवर At polyclinics, okay. At not all over. At polyclinics at Games Village in association with Hindustan Latex Family Promotion Trust huh? and the National AIDS Control Organization during the Commonwealth Games to encourage safe sex among athletes. What the? Fuck? Oh, really? Yeah. Among athletes? Yeah, among oh, athletes. Yeah. This itself is something wrong. Okay, the whole premise is wrong. I think the journalist might have got it wrong. We don't know, or maybe it's a no, surprising this, fact. If that is true, this fact came out as a reply to an RTI application. The Health Directorate <laughs> of oh, yeah, RT, you, you 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 just spoke about RTI being a very powerful tool. It can yes. be a tool as well. The Health Directorate of Delhi government has said that seven thousand six eighty condoms were dispensed with an which brings a daily average consumption to six forty condoms. Oh, that's a lot of sex. in a day yes 6000 athletes uh, and officials from 77 nation state it will be very interesting to come up with a multi cross cultural babies kitne hue hain as a result of all these things quite a few would have been stopped because of this so that wouldn't have happened uh, thankfully uh, actually it will be also good to have as to why they thought this so what is, is it about public gatherings and people having uh, sex i mean is it like like the adrenaline that yeah high energy which makes you feel like which gets you horny or something like that is this is this like part of the celebration or what is part it part of the celebration that i don't know yeah i mean i want i just want a gold so the you know so <laughs> any psychologist psychiatrist listening to this you would, you would love to know your comments on this if there is any trend that has been established for mass gatherings or during these times Yes, I know. And in in other what the fuck uh, segment of Indicast, I shouldn't be saying fuck a lot, right? I mean, yeah, I, I know. Yes. I think it's it's not it's it's PG fourteen. We always kept it PG fourteen. Yeah, and and we we have one of our listeners whose kids also listen, and she mm-hmm. wants her kids to listen to us because to get the Asian. Thoda sa. I think we owe her an apology. Right? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, kids, I'm sorry. No, you shouldn't be saying all these things. Okay. Now the next WTF uh, segment news is Bengal is rushing to stock up bloods because the West Bengal polls are upon them. West Bengal has a history of having violent polls, uh, unfortunately, and I think it's a good story as, as in they are being proactive. The hospitals or the authorities, yeah, saying, it, you know, what is things also, out of hand. At least you have 
something to take care of your the wounded yeah and out here also the ele- election commission in fact has pointed out west bengal as being the most violence prone among states going to the polls in a way it saddens me that oh, how do you sort of say ki oh elections are coming let's talk a blood yes it's sad that we are in in that sort of a situation right that's true that's i don't know if bengal is a is an exception i'm trying to figure out if there is a relationship between the fa- between this violence and the fact that the state has not seen a change or has not voted for any change for the past 34 years yeah. since 1977 so uh, the closest i think that they came was in uh, somewhere in 2001 but again again wo takta palat gaya and all of that so they have basically never seen a state government other than that has been led, led by the the left that that is uh, you know and it's very rare in in democracy that you, there is one party ruling the roost for like 3 to 4 decades it's, it's not happened in any anywhere except in europe in some places so in fact but you know even the left chairman uh, biman bhos and leaders of other parties are also also saying that this is going to be a bloodbath oh boy that's not good exactly in, so when when they say no. that it is going to be that that means they are already making an understatement right yes exactly so and they have, they have done a few things like the election commissioner there he said that district magistrates uh, super uh, sp superintendents of police and returning officers there is something called ro kushwan so, singh kushwan singh is I, the person that i was talking about oh really kushwan singh the, yes the, uh, yeah yeah you were right about uh, me you know saying ah oh, how did i miss him exactly yeah. okay so yeah yeah i'm very sorry you were saying that i was go- busy googling Truth. Truth, truth love and a little malice that was one of his books that i had read a little bit of little and bit he of. he is a witty guy right i mean he he writes witty yeah and he's yeah. very sarcastic witty exactly he i was just going to say satiric yeah 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 ha yeah. uh, sorry ha uh, you were saying there and i was very much listening paying attention <laughs> to you as you as you i saw that yeah i could i could sense that yeah yeah exactly yeah so the election commissioner so there are good guys and the bad guys right the bad guys you just mentioned about whom they made their intentions very clear so the good guys or somebody who has been interested with it they have said he said that district magistrates sp superintendent of police and returning officers all of them have been deployed people have been called back from their leaves to man the posts and uh, all the seven districts where this is going to happen like the, the names are burdwan uh, there are complex names so it's in west bengal like seven different uh-huh. cities so all the review uh, of the preparations have been done everything is in place but you know eden gardens did happen when it happened yeah. against sri lanka they couldn't even stop that so it's very tough to uh, figure out if bengal can handle an election of that magnitude which is all over the place oh uh, well hey, this kushwan singh guy has been he's got a padma bhushan and all punjab ratna he, award padma vibhushan pretty pretty good guy he's 90 plus and he still writes he's almost so, 100 second february 1915 with malice towards one and all is his uh, column in uh, I mean, syndicated by several Indian newspapers. We should try and get him on point blank before you know. Uh, <laughs> Come on. He Be takes kind. his. He takes his next assignment. No, I'm just being. Cow- 1915. Yeah, yeah. The guy has lived. You know? Very true. Very true. Ah well. Okay. Talking, talking about that, I think somebody who is already left to heavenly abode, and oh, the article yes. sent was that of Uncle Pai, the guy who started, or the human being, or the gentleman who started. Amar Chitrakatha, the legendary series that we all were hooked to at some point of our lives as a kid. So, Tinkle, that, that... don't forget Tinkle as well. So if mm-hmm. yeah, so so people, if you if you have read Amar Chitrakatha or Tinkle, the guy behind it was um, you know An- Anant Pai. Anant Pai. Uh, Anant Pai, 
but he was fondly known as Uncle Pai, and even I had written letters to him, but never. Oh, really? Oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah, man. What are you talking about? That's awesome. I didn't know that, man. So, what kind of letters did you write to him? Yeah, so what just, that? You know, like reading your stuff. I don't know. I was, uh, I was, I could barely <laughs> write. I don't know what I wrote. But you know, just like uh, I, I don't remember writing a letter except one or two. So, it's, and today's kids, as in, um, we are talking as if we are uncles, but I think we are uncle. Come on. We are. Right? But yes, uh, in in one sense, we are the completely different generation who at least had a chance to write inland letters. Yes. I remember writing to my uncle who was in the U.S. Aerodrome. What was that? Aerodrome ka kuch funda tha like. Yeah, aerodrome. Aerogram. Aerogram. Sorry. Okay. So it's, it, it was it was way back. Huh? It was way back in time. So yeah, I have written a few letters, and today's generation will not know what it is to write a letter. It was like an occasion. Sit down with a piece of paper and write. One forty characters, boss. Ah, exactly. But Inkil, who was your favorite character uh, from Tupandi by far? And second one was uh, Shikari Shambhu. Nice. Kaliya the Crow were a few other people, uh, you know, characters. Yeah. Anwar, Nasiruddin Hoja. And I think even if you read them today, you will crack up. And the guy who did all this was a was a chemistry and physics grad from <laughs> from the from UDCT in in Mumbai. Yeah, he chose the right profession. He went with his heart. The the way he discovered this thing was that while watching a a program on Doordarshan, he saw that Indian students know a lot more about Greek mythology than about Indian mythology. They could you know they could answer questions about Greek mythology but not India. So he said ki wow this seems like a good opportunity. Let me do something. So and and that's what he did and that's what that's how Amar Chitrakatha was born. You know the positioning was beautiful, dude. As in he didn't go and write a, a write, write a Bhagavad Gita. kind of didactic language yeah. he used mythology in his stories and he said that he was trying to plug the grandmother in each family which was slowly moving away because of nuclear families you know grandparents tell you stories right. so that wasn't happening anymore so our chitrakatha was the substitute to those bedtime stories and it just clicked but you know as per the story it wasn't a uh-huh. instant success it, it took 4 years before amar chitrakatha actually took off it took off like huge like 100 million copies have been sold is what i read somewhere oh yeah, yeah yeah big big time i'll give you the exact number i have 85 million copies of more than 400 titles in close to 40 different languages have been sold so far oh. but sadly he wasn't a rich man because he had no copyrights and he didn't he didn't maintain the royalties with him he didn't keep the rights with him he was all heart basically yeah and all heart or you know lack of business acumen because he went in just because he thought it was a good idea and didn't care about all mm. these things and you know the the question that actually the kids drew a blank and that's why he came up with amar chitrakatha idea was and i'll ask this question to you who was ram's what was ram's mother's name i thought you would ask me that man <laughs> and i have to embarrass myself to it you Okay I'm going to go I'm going to go and buy you an Amar Chitrakatha uh, book which is available yes. online please go to uh-huh. please go oh. to I think yeah it is available you can buy them online now they they uh-huh. ship to you and it is only matter of time before they come out with an iPad version or something like that If, by the way let me surprise you a little bit let ACK Media which has bought the rights to Amar Chitrakatha and Tinkle on 5th December 2009 they partnered with one company called I Remedy Corp of Atlanta they have an iPhone app oh crap yes man and they can <laughs> deliver Amar Chitrakatha comics through the iPhone platform can you believe that i didn't know you could buy them off the internet that uh, that was new to me but they already have got gone into iPhone you could, you could awesome. just do that 
iPad. Yeah. Next one is iPad, and that's how you get them. You know, that's how you get kids into into reading these days. But yeah. no books, iPad pe dalo, kaise bhi karke, or ya fir all electronic format somehow. Do you want to listen to a Subandi joke? I just googled one up. I wanted to. I know. What the heck? Yeah. yeah. Subandi. There, there is Subandi. Subandi. He says, the master. It's always master and Subandi, right? Subandi yes. is the is the yeah. knocker. Yeah, he's the knocker. Yeah, he's the help. Yeah. is a help yeah so the master says go to the market and get me a mirror so that you know i can see my face and shave i look, want to look good so subandi says okay master let me i'll go so he goes to the market and he returns home without the mirror huh. so the master says why didn't you get me that mirror subandi says because in all the mirrors i could see only my face <laughs> <laughs> so these are the kind of jokes that you would expect from subandi and it, it's fun if you just keep your head aside and just yeah. let your hair down I mean, they're still fun, you know. You just need to have a couple of drinks before you listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> they're still <laughs> exactly. So uh, when he passed away, he was the chief uh, Uncle Pai was the editor emeritus and chief storyteller at ACT uh-huh. Media. In fact, just two days before his death, he received the first Lifetime Achievement Award at the Indian Comic Con. which is a comic convention a huge comic convention in the US it was held in India in New Delhi for the first time and mm-hmm. he received the first lifetime achievement award yeah before we end this episode let me tell you another interesting story remember you spoke about the censors and how we have to be nice to them and right. the, the awesome work that they are doing right. now you know coming to your house is pretty easy right they just take the lift come up to your door ring the bell and ask you questions however there are places in india where even reaching the place is a big pain in the butt for example himachal ya ladakh ka ek ek gaon mein andar similarly there are island abhi andaman nikobar ke taraf aaju baaju mein there are island territories right? right where there are still indigenous people living so these people also have to be counted however by law they cannot be exposed to civilization and this is a law that has been passed so that these guys remain in their own they live in their own world uh-huh. uh, even planes are not allowed to fly over these islands this is done to protect them and that's why but they still need to be accounted for uh, there's this island called north sentinel and the people out there are called sentinelese mm-hmm. which is part of the andaman nicobar um, the 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 group of islands there and in fact there are around 356000 indigenous people who live there yahan pe jaane ke liye these are one of the as i told you most isolated tribes in the world right to go there so what happens is they take a boat from andaman nicobar go to the shores of the island and they don't even step off the boat they just throw out coconuts they throw out food onto the beach out there on the sandbar there uh-huh. and wait until people come and collect those things and there is a video camera that is running people don't actually talk to them a video camera captures the number of people who come out and uh, you know take take those things away and that is how they get counted and this tape is then sent to the national census bureau in delhi and it is it is done in a very kya bolte in a very hushish manner uh-huh. in a in a high secure way because most of them are naked are are in quote unquote natural state so so to preserve all those things kafi tight security hai about all these things it's an interesting job if you have imagine you getting to do that if you have like one year off you've taken an off and you get to go to these places but it's hard work isn't it awesome though to just to think that there are people out there 
you you don't even know that you know they should be wearing clothes and here actually we are we are sitting here two cities apart you mm-hmm. know 50 kilometers apart talking over the internet and recording this which will be downloaded by thousands of people around the world and we are talking about people who are still not wearing clothes and this is by design yeah they are kept isolated by design it's it's almost like time travel it is it is uh so i thought you you will be interested in this story yeah, all, all the more respect for the imagine this right you're talking about technology and skype and uh, instant communication messaging but so so counting people is still physical so census is yeah. still a physical affair they have to actually go at each and every door and ring the bell and they'll they'll not just come at you come to you once they came here three times yeah so, to check verify exactly so it's a huge affair so it's very ironic i don't know if there could have been other ways but census is supposed to be physical count of people so there is no two ways about it yep and after doing all these things in the last census in 2001 they had managed to count 30 to 35 centenelis mm-hmm. or such people indigenous tribe ke people but they believe that there are a lot more, more. people so that's about it uh, for episode number 137 Uh, if you have any comments concerns or feedback for us on whatever we discussed please write into uh, log on to first of all log on to www.theindicast.com and comment there or you can write an email to indicast@theindicast.com or you can contact me over twitter i am at ac mahatre or you can drop a word to us on facebook there are just n number of ways that you can get reach us okay we are not on andaman and nicobar island so we are reachable please write to us and let us know what you think and why don't you send us your favorite supandi joke that will be great oh that will be great and and we'll read out a couple of them that come in we are taking care of the uh, right ear left ear sound problems and this yeah. episode will be okay yeah. all right we we saw we have received your comments and we are solving it anything you want to add abhishek well that's about it yes that's about it until next time stay safe don't get uh, shot bye bye and wear a condom <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs>